On October the 31st, 1517, Martin Luther posted 95 big questions which he believed faced the church of his day to a local church door in Wittenberg, Germany. 500 years later, I decided to post 95 new questions, one a week, to the web, questions which I believe the church must face in the 21st century. Over the last few weeks, I've made the case that it's impossible to understand the Apostle Paul's teaching without understanding that his worldview was that of a first century Second Temple Jew. The challenge of which is that it's just so different to the culture that we as 21st century Westerners take for granted. And in my view, it was this same kind of problem that led Martin Luther and the other leaders of the Protestant Reformation of the 16th century, the tenets of which have formed the basis of so much of our contemporary approach to Christianity, to fall into the trap of reaching some very misleading conclusions about Paul's teaching. For instance, most informed Christians know that Luther had a problem with the New Testament book written by James. He called it an epistle of straw and campaigned to have it removed from the Bible. Why? The answer is also common knowledge. James's message just didn't fit with Luther's thesis, which, based on his understanding of Paul's teaching, was that salvation is by faith alone. But this raises a much bigger question. If the main foundation of Protestant belief is built on a doctrine and assumption that doesn't fit with the text of at least one of the books of the New Testament, and I suggest that as we discover over the coming weeks, it doesn't fit with Paul's work either. Is that doctrine correct or is it mistaken? In other words, is James's epistle an epistle of straw or is Luther's doctrine a doctrine of straw? I believe that Luther's understanding of the Apostle Paul's worldview was based more on a set of mistaken assumptions than a careful interpretation of his writings. He imagined that Paul's view of first century Judaism was exactly the same as, as his view of 16th century Catholicism. But the truth is that Paul was never opposed to Judaism or to Jewish law. Instead, his problem was simply with specific observances such as circumcision, the dietary laws and the keeping of special days. Why? because these had slowly become boundary markers that many Jews had grown to believe made them somehow better off in God's eyes than anyone else. Paul was never questioning the idea of good works in general though. In fact, he spent a huge amount of his time talking exactly about lifestyle. So for instance, in the third chapter of his letter to the followers of Jesus in the city of Colossae, he writes, rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to one another. Clothe yourselves instead with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. K 
key to understanding Paul is to understand that, as we've discovered over the last few weeks, the Jewish people never thought that they were saved by their works. Instead, they knew that they'd been chosen by God, which was absolutely nothing to do with them and absolutely everything to do with God. If you'd have asked any first century Jew, including Paul, whether they were saved, they would have replied, of course we are. And if you would followed up with, so what did you do to achieve this? They would have shrugged their shoulders, smiled and answered, nothing. It's all to do with God. For Paul, just like all other Jews, keeping the law, therefore, was simply a way of living for people who were already redeemed. And practicing the Sabbath or the rite of circumcision was simply a way of expressing gratitude for what was already true. Judaism is not and never was driven by works or effort. It's always been about grace. The problem was that some Jews had slowly managed to turn their purity laws, the food laws, the Sabbath regulations, and the practice of circumcision into boundary markers that were now keeping others out. Badges that had become more important in themselves than what they originally stood for. The message had become, if you get circumcised, if you keep the Sabbath and all the Jewish food regulations, then you're in. If not, you're second class, you're out. But Paul's whole message is about removing boundaries, whatever they are, because he now understands that Jesus, the Jewish Messiah, is the Messiah, the liberator for the whole world. Everyone is in on exactly the same basis. More about that in weeks to come. Today, we still have boundary markers. In the local church that I grew up as part of, you had to say the sinner's prayer to be in. That was the proof that you were born again, a real Christian rather than a fake one. In others, it's more about whether you have been filled with the Spirit and can speak in tongues. In others, it's about regular attendance, about being at Mass or about being christened or about not being divorced or a practicing gay or gender non-binary or, well, Boundary markers are alive and well in the 21st century. But for Paul, Christ is the reconciler of all. And the only boundary marker is being human. So over to you. Does what I say make sense? And if so, what questions do you think it raises for the church in our society? Have we misunderstood the Apostle Paul badly? Have we made the mistake of reading his words through our own set of assumptions? Instead, should we begin with Paul's worldview to see things the way he saw them? For instance, what if the idea that we're saved by our faith in Christ is based on a giant misunderstanding, a mistranslation of Paul's words and thinking? In my new book, The Lost Message of Paul, I issue a challenge to grapple with the task of understanding the words of Paul through his culture rather than imposing our modern Western ideas on him. It's released on the 21st of June and you can pre-order it now 
through the link below.